0: welcome to bitch talk booze interviews straight from the heart of san francisco we are in the studio yay which we are never in anymore there's no
1: place like home there's no place dorothy like home.
0: there's no place like home um, quickly you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. Our episodes are there. All our socials are there. Um, We do have a big party coming up in San Francisco. It's the 300th episode party hosted at Fleetwood uh, by our friend Nico. It's in the Tenderloin. Uh, We have DJ Bite Size there. We'll have breakfast burritos by Chef Mandy J because the theme is bitches and brunch. Duh. Duh. Uh, We'll have beer provided by Bear Bottle. And we'll have more. There's going to be a uh, live screen printing for you. So guess what? Now there's merch. P.S. You can have a sweatshirt, a tote bag. Finally. F- I know. I've been Five years some later. bitch talk gear I know. for a hot minute. Look. So <laughs> it'll be there. It's going to be fun. Drop by. Say hi. Support your local businesses. Support your local podcast. Uh, you can register for this event on Eventbrite. Just search Bitches and Brunch. And register and or donate because guess what we've been doing this for free for five years. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to catch up on in just <laughs> a little time. So uh, Ange and I and Shar individually, you guys might have met up, but um, went to Outside Lands uh, recently and we did. We didn't meet up. I
1: I've tr- really tried with Shar, but I didn't have any service. Oh yeah. So
0: there was that. Were you wearing a leotard with your ass hanging out or what was your festival? No, that
1: was me last night. What
0: was your, ew, what was your <laughs> festival wear? And <laughs> did you put together a,
1: what, what the fuck are you talking about? This oh, is not this... Coachella. Uh, On Friday when I went, it was Coachella. Actually, it's true. I did see like some Pokemon and some this and that and whatever, but it wasn't too obnoxious on Sunday. The only problem I had was, uh. For a lot of big festivals now, you can only bring either a clear bag or a fanny pack. Right. So as a woman, it makes it a little more difficult. But thankfully, I have this fanny pack that I bought in India years ago that I never pack. used. But it is not fucking Burning Man. Fuck that shit. I bought it in India. I never use it, but I wore it, so I was happy to rock that.
0: I'm kidding, I but saw I... pictures of you, so I thought you look cute. You saw a
1: picture of me with the f- church tree flowers, Rachel. Oh my god. Duh. I only tell anyway, I could tell you one embarrassing story. All oh. I know is at these festivals you're paying thirteen dollars for a cocktail. Oh, yeah. And that is some bullshit and you're gonna be there minimum four hours, eight hours, whatever. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some of my Templeton rye, you know, some of my, my favorite. So I put it in not one not two (laughs) but three plastic bags and i'm so super anal right i'm like okay if it were to overflow it would go this way so i should fold it this way and then the alcohol will land this way like scientific bill nye type shit right
0: he was there by the way at the festival he was there that's why
1: his name came up first yeah it starts spilling in my crotch on the bus <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, lick I'll a take pussy. it out, I'll take lick a it. pussy, but it wasn't even on my crotch. It was in my um, my uh, fanny pack, India fanny pack. Your are already burning man spilling fanny pack. fanny pack, even without it pressing against my crotch. It was already spilling. So I uh, lesson. I'm I'm t- I'm selling telling this from our listeners, For the kids. Don't give your faith into Ziplocs. I put my faith into Ziplocs because it's worked before, though it has absolutely. Yeah. And this was not some like fucking Walgreens, CVS Ziploc. This was like the Ziploc this brand is from Costco. Ziploc, where the blue and yellow turned green. Whatever the fuck, green and blue. What is it? I can't even remember anymore. This is where we yellow, were.
0: Yellow and green make blue.
1: Three bags folded, scientifically proven, false. So I'm telling my friend on the bus, I'm like, oh, shit, it's already spilling. What should I do? And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to try to bring it in. All I have to do is walk through the gates and then I can pull it out of my pants. That's what So we So anyway, so we're walking in (laughs) and I don't even get 10 steps. And I feel this like leak down my my crotch, like literal piss, like in the form of expensive rye whiskey. A la Al Capone, Al Capone's drink of choice. I don't know if you knew that. No. Anyway, Templeton Rye. So I run in. Thankfully, there's a porta potty And I was like, I can't. I can't bring this in. Look at my pants. Thankfully, I was wearing black jeans. But still, like, all wet spot. So I go in there and I basically chug all the whiskey I brought, which was, like, for my friend and I. Yeah, for So I'm already feeling, like, real crunk. So anyway, the point of the story is don't put your faith in Ziplocs because they're not going to have your back. And invest in plastic flasks. Oh. Or pay a small... Or be ready to pay a small fortune in cocktails. Yeah. But anyway, that's
0: that. That was your only complaint?
1: No. I was just saying that was my first complaint. Oh. (laughs) I I loved it. I had a great time. But I knew that you had some uh, San Fran experiences. That's...
0: Well, the first thing that...
2: Well, by the way, well, how was Friday? How was
0: Friday for right. you? So Friday, uh, I worked from...
2: Well, we probably should have started there because that was the beginning of Outside okay. Lands.
0: That's okay. Friday, it's, it was fine. Um, uh, there's a lot of things you need to know when you go to Outside Lands, and we had forgotten. So Jeff, my boyfriend, Jeff, rushed to Outside Lands. I was still working to see Bill Nye in the Barbary tent, and he got there, and he's like, oh, I have VIP, I'm cool. He gets in line, and they're like, no, you need a ticket before you come in because whatever, and he's like, book so he went to go get a ticket and there were no tickets so he didn't get to see bill nye wow so i get down there and we uh he went and got tickets for michelle wolf uh emily catalano opened for her um god friend of me. the show friend of the show eliza skinner was also there um it was all women it was great i'm forgetting the other one and i love her she has a she's on netflix right now and i can't remember what her name is um They were all great, really funny. We get in line, and we get behind this guy, right as he's saying to his daughter, who's totally head-to-toe Burning Man outfit, and then her friend, oh, well, uh, you should go, how did he put it? You should, you should strong arm your way up there like Chinese tourists, right when I walked up, right when I walked up. Are you fucking kidding me? He said like Chinese tourists? Yeah. Oh, wow. Big old white guy um so i kind of out loud i was like are you for real <laughs> first thing we went to i was like okay and also read the room you're in san francisco so shut the fuck up yeah um, wow yeah so that happened but the michelle show was great emily was fucking hilarious as she is and i was just it was really great to see just an all women show um Then we left and then we got to see NERD and that's Pharrell. And that's the first time I heard San Fran being called out from the main stage. (laughs) And it was funny because Jeff and I weren't the only ones that were having a problem with it. There was another woman that was down the way from us. And every time he was like, am I in San Fran? She would look at us and roll. Hell no, we're not in San. No one's from San Fran. Oh God. I thought, especially like, like old school OGs of the music biz would understand that it's never San Fran, it's San Francisco or the city or SF. He said it so many times, I was just shaking my head. Um, But I did a kind of, uh, I was down in front towards the stage and sort of mosh pitted my way around (laughs) with our friends, which felt good at the time. Next day, not so much, but uh, that was fun, and then we headed out. That was it. So, we and we walked around, uh, we had to like salmon our way through a lot of crowds. But I don't know who Odessa is, but that person brought like 30,000 people to the polo fields. It's not original music, it's just DJ music. So, I didn't really understand that. I'm old, I don't care, I'm owning it, I don't give two fucks. I don't so- understand this music. It's so funny that you bring
1: that up too. Because after Janelle Monet,
0: so we saw Janelle Monet.
1: And she was so, uh, like, everything I wanted. So beautiful. It's
0: interesting that she was back. She was just here, by the way, at the Greek Theater. Literally well, last month, maybe? Well, she, she brought it, and
1: um, female empowerment, like, African-American pussy pants. beauty. Just yeah. fucking queen. Right. Rocking the pussy pants. And she brought up that she'd been puking prior to the show. Like, literally, minutes before going on, she was puking.
0: I also have to say, raising my hand to everyone in this room, she's around our age, don't you think? She's Is been she? around. I thought she was younger. Oh. She well,
1: looks younger but black don't crack, so who knows.
0: Sh- I will tell you, uh our friend of the show Courtney and I saw her open for Erica Badu New Year's Eve 20 God. 2013. She's 32. Well,
1: 2010 uh, was the last time she was at Outside Lens.
0: I don't know if I tr- I trust that number. 1985.
2: Well, it's the same thing about um if you want to, you know...
0: Why do you not wonder, believe 32? That's totally... One of people's
2: ages. Florence Welch of uh, of Florence and the Machine. Of the Machine. Florence. Of, of the, the machine? machine. Florence and the Machine. She's uh, freaking uh, 31. She does not look... No. Jeez, these <laughs> are all lies. Are...
0: They're in their mid-30s. Let's just be honest. But anyways... I love Janelle Monae. Anyways, I'm glad she's finally finding. Like, she's already had a voice, but now, like, she's, like, 20 steps up,
1: Mm -hmm. I think, from where Mm -hmm. she was before. Yeah, it was great. It was my favorite performance of the day, for sure. But it was funny because... And she actually sang, right? She did she, uh, it, it, she was singing With her own voice And everything But the thing that was funny Is uh, along the lines Of what you're saying uh, Was a friend That I was with Was like Oh go see Chromio next Because I really didn't Know who the fuck Was playing The tickets were free So I was like Yeah I'm gonna show up Yeah And I'm gonna kick it Yep So a friend that I was with Was like go see Chromio You know They're gonna be performing At the far end Like the Sutro or It's a lot of running stage. too Which you're I don't mind like, I like boom, walking Whatever Yeah so I was like, all right, I'll go check this out. And it was fun. It was dance music. He's cute. He's got these curly this curly hair. He's sure. from Canada, whatever. But it was funny because my friend and I, you know, we got a little close to the stage, and I was looking around, and I was like, oh, my God, everybody here is, like, fucking 19. Oh, yeah. I don't, like, even though this music is fine, like, I can groove to it. I can dance to it. I'm like, I, I, I can't stand in this group right now. So I walk a few feet back, like, Maybe 30 to 50 feet back. And I bump into a friend of mine. And then that's like where the chill section of like the seniors. <laughs> Senior. <laughs> I mean, the seniors of a music festival means people in their 30s and 40s. Right, right. right? right. Let's be honest. Like, But that's where like the more chill, like the less like, eh, and like flipping and just like, you're doing too much
2: kind of thing. You had VIP though, right? I did
1: have VIP, but I didn't go to the VIP for that. It was just I just stumbled upon it. It wasn't really such a big deal to me. Like fifty feet, I mean, maybe it was a hundred. I don't know, but I noticed a fucking difference in age. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, for sure. Like there was a senior section, and that's where I felt comfortable. Well,
2: yeah, I guess there is a senior GA section. I'm just yeah, absolutely. I'm just the spoiled brat that I'm like. I don't. I don't do people.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where the VIP section of that stage was. Every because it was my every first big st- time at that stage, so like every stage just, has
2: a has a designated VIP. But you know, area I'm glad, I'm glad I side. didn't
1: because then I bumped into my friends and then we were chilling. So like it was <laughs> fine. But it, it's just funny to notice like the di- <laughs> the difference in in age group as you move further back from. the Oh stage. yeah, who gets stuck in that pit?
2: <laughs> like oh my god! Either you're super hardcore. Or you're (laughs) twelve, yeah. And then I'm like, "How? What was? Who was I talking to? Or somebody on social? A friend on social media put something on, um, on their social media where they were like watching a movie that was like a big giant train wreck, or maybe it was Outside Lands and how crazy Outside Lands was. And they they put on social media um, that looks like what looked like a good party. Or looked like a great time in my twenties. This looks like a great time in my twenties and is a effing nightmare right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm not trying to stand in line. I'm not trying to be all up against sweaty bodies. I don't want to feel your boner, you know, on my ass unless <laughs> warranted. I mean, these are just things that in my thirties I don't want and perhaps in my twenties I did. Yeah, no. I, uh, and I'm not mad about that. These are things I've been around. Into. <laughs> outside Lands has
2: been around for 11 years now. Yeah. I've been, I went to the first one. I think I've been to probably about six or seven of them. And it's funny because I was hanging out with, you know, some of my radio people, and those are radio people that I went to the very first Outside Lands when I was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's funny because we talk the way we talk about outside lens now is like like we're old people like oh my god I've been here since nine thirty yeah and my back hurts and I can't stand I wear rubber sneakers because I can't <laughs> wear nice shoes anymore because my feet will hurt and I'm gonna hurt get blisters yeah yeah,
1: yeah. my my friends that I, my friends that I work with were telling me they had like shin
2: splints for walking so <laughs> yeah, well it's funny because my one of my one of my oh, my Good, good friends that I've been in radio with forever. He's the dude that wears, like, he used to wear, like, biker boots and Doc Martens and, you know, like, used to go places like that. And I saw him on Sunday or Saturday, and he was wearing, he's wearing, like, like, Asic tennis shoes, and I'm like laughing at him because I'm like, dude, what? You're you senior. Ne- <laughs> you never wear tennis shoes. And and he's like, dude, he's
1: probably know. got some Dr. Shoals in them. Too.
2: Probably. <laughs> we we're just talking about how old we are now. Doing these festivals, I'm, like I'm not even mad about it though. Like honestly, I would.
1: Uh, these festivals are fun for sure, but I would rather go to like one band. One night, two hour show. Well, this is like overwhelming show. Right? I'm it's so fun.
2: It's a commitment. I'm very spoiled in the stress too, pressure. That right? I know people that like in the industry that we work in and the people that we know that I've been able to go to these shows for free. Like I'm very well flurry. us too.
0: Yeah, I would never pay for this. And that. I and would never. N- would you? If you have the money, would pay, you? That's pay That's exactly for that?
2: what. That's the point no. that I was making. I is n- I would never, never pay, pay for this. this. Like the fact that there's people there that basically save up all year long to buy eight hundred dollar VIP passes for the right. Whole, like I wouldn't go to these things unless I had VIP. Yeah, and I won't We're pay for it. It's it's terrible. I mean, I, sound like, I sounded like the biggest asshole for saying. Like, I was like sitting there going, "I can't believe." Like, we uh, one of my friends was taking an Uber and and you know, like half of this is half work for us because you know right. we've got to do interviews, we got to do social media, we got to do stuff for the station and for you know whatnot. And so it's like we're going to work, and one of my friends was like, "the the the person the person in her Uber was like." Oh, I can't wait. I'm jealous that you're going on. I'm jealous of you because you're just going to be in this air-conditioned car for the next six hours. (laughs) I I saw a picture of Dana, a friend
0: of the show, um, Radio Rehab. Like, by Monday, she was just, like, exhausted because she was there three days. Yes. I felt like that just for a half of a day. (laughs) Well, (laughs) On Friday or Saturday, I was a wreck. I'm like, first of all, I couldn't get out of bed till 9, which is a big deal for me. Uh, I never got out of my pajamas all day long. <laughs> my knees hurt from jumping around with NERD with our friends of the flower shop. My neck hurt because I was jumping around like I thought I was 19 as well, but it was a good, it was a good, uh, exercise for me. I was like, well, how do people do this for three days straight drinking, doing who the hell knows what, and like then going to work on Monday? What the fuck? Yeah. I saw,
2: I've been seeing a lot of, uh.
0: And Dana is oh. sober. Dana's sober, and but she's, she's exhausted. Working.
2: Well, with us, well, with us, this and which will basically negate everything you're thinking about her going for three days on Sunday. We basically went to the Bison VIP area. Cool. Where there's oh. couches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drinks are half off, and there's free water. Right. And free uh, hint water. And uh, occasional food, like they bring in like little samples, like they yeah. were bringing in like uh, uh, rice bowls and right. salads and all that kind of stuff. And we basically got there, we found a place on the couch, we found a couch that was free, and we sat there. And then both of us looked at each other and we go we're not losing these spaces we're not moving yeah and so I don't blame you what we did was if one of us wanted something (laughs) that was out of there the other one had to go and get it yes and we had to take turns brilliant and so like she wanted the uh, Humphrey Slocum uh, ice cream and so she like went to the KFOG booth to make an appearance uh, get her jacket went to Humphrey Slocum got us some ice cream brought it back and the whole time we're sitting there people were eyeing Our couch, and we're like, sorry, Sorry. we're we're not getting up from here. And so we were completely lazy until um, probably about 7 o'clock-ish. When we went to the Heineken stage uh, to go see Salt and Pepper, <gasps>
0: yeah, did you see Salt? You didn't see Salt and Pepper, Ange? I thought you would be there no, for that. I saw them at Clusterfest. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. So, and
1: I was in the VIP s- p- section for that. Is so, like, what so is? then,
2: then we went for. Then she we, met up, we met up. With day, some other friends another day, another Salt and Pep, and the other VIP, and, and that one's closer to the exit. So,
0: dude, the one that well, I don't know which VIP you're hanging out at. By the the main stage, yeah, but there's the two sides. The I one think. to the stage left, if you're on stage, stage left. If
1: you're on stage, stage left. Yes, exactly.
0: that's close to an exit too, which was nice. I don't know if you knew that. And the
1: nice pissers and
0: oh yeah, yeah, the good foods. Uh, sorry, I didn't really talk about Friday except for the uh, racist comment when I first walked up to the uh, <laughs> to the line. Uh, Michelle Wolf, I'll go back to her. Hilarious. Um, She pushed the envelope a lot, which I really liked. Um, She joked about her abortion, which I thought was hilarious, and she could have gone further with it. But the audience got a little quiet, so I don't know if she was playing to that or not. Um, But I really enjoyed myself. (laughs) Um, She didn't really talk about politics so much she talked about robots and how they're the worst thing ever. And when Jeff and I were rooting for that, she's like, you motherfuckers love robots. We're like, no, we don't love robots. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't explain yourself at a comedy show. We're not first timers. So we're like, fuck. Fuck. Um, but she was talking about sex robots and how she thinks, like, <laughs> those are the only robots should be, like, out now. And that you'll never see your male coworkers for, like, six months. And then women will get a lot done. It was just really good. I it, I enjoyed that part. And that women really thought of sex robots because we've had, you know, dildos and, you know, whatever, forever. Like, we took care of that a long time ago. Like, man, yeah, what's your problem? That's old news. It was, she was fantastic. Hmm. Yes, we saw N.A.R.D., and then that's when the San Fran thing started. Talked about that. Then I just went on a rampage about San Fran because then I saw Michelle Wolf used it on her Instagram stories. And pretty much every... It's like nobody knows. Every entertainer that was there
1: Janet used yeah. San
0: Fran and their social media. So somehow I was finding these. One of the artists that I called out in my Instagram stories actually like sent me... Whatever this is, emoji. What is this emoji? High ten. What is this? That's a high ha- ten. I just told you. Are you sure or praise? Why are you looking unsure? Is don't it a praise? Listen to me. High
1: ten. Yeah. You know emojis?
0: What the fuck? Yeah. I, I was, was just teaching fucking, you Instagram. I send,
1: I send you emojis all the time. I just sent you the new one I learned from the movie Searching. Did you like it?
0: Is it a is it a high ten or praise? I always thought it was praise. Like when you're like. Woo. Two hands in the air. Praise. What are you fucking talking about? Like I pray. I'm praising. Like praise the Lord. No, that's
1: the prayer hands.
0: That's praying.
1: That's high ten. Like give me a high (laughs) ten. Because is there a high five one? Yes. Then that's high ten. That's 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 even better. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? So this, okay, whoever, so this maybe artist, that's in between both the bars,
0: whoever that artist was, I don't know, QXXIPRT, that's his name. He played the main stage on Saturday. I called him out. Whoever runs his social media thought I was celebrating them. And all I wrote was like, no. And then the name. So I wrote back to him. I'm like, apparently you didn't read the first story in my Instagram stories that San Fran is. The people that are gentrifying San Francisco say that. So you shouldn't. Anyways, then I was having people like friend of the show, Angela to be Pecked.
1: Canada. She, oh, Canada. She
0: found that uh, one of the ladies from Two Dope Queens who was there used San Fran also in her post. So she sent that to oh, me. Oh, shit. So I put them on blast. And then Janet's people. Dude, Angela to be Pecked. Where yeah. are you? Can we please party Why? somewhere? Can you just fly down for the 300th or and
1: appear? maybe we can meet in Mexico and we can just... I don't know. Canada. Let's, just let's parlay. meet in Canada. Let's
0: just parlay with this chick. She's so dope. So she sent me something and then I had um, two other people that follow us. Fucking two dope queens. Interesting. That just appreciated that I was calling out assholes. It's just come on. It's not, and one of the well, worst Janelle offenders. Lone did not say that. If that makes you feel better, one of the worst offenders before Outside Lands was uh, John Stamos. By the way, so I put him on blast. I'm like, uh, you should know better. Out of everyone, Full House, he put straight out of San Fran. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, but you know, you uh, we haven't been talking about him for a minute. Well, that's
0: my John Stamos minute. So.
1: Um He's just been kind of like snore lately.
0: So, so that's, this is just a, you know, public service announcement. Do not, do not say San Fran. It's not San Fran. People that live here don't say San Fran. It's funny because
1: every time Janet said that, I was like, I thought of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever say San Fran? No. Char, do you ever say San Fran? I mean, of course not. I would kill you. Both. I, I don't know, understand. I, what, you would be off this podcast. I will,
1: okay, what, calm down. Sometimes people say things that they don't know why, and then you can sure. school them and tell them that.
0: It's outsiders the But I've never said that because
1: it, just, it doesn't sound cool to me. People think it, it doesn't cool. sound, I mean, SF is just as easy and shorter, like if you're trying to look for a shorter way to say the name. The city. Or the city. I always just say the city.
2: I, I, I say SF or the city. And um, but I have um, I have I work with uh, a oh, radio station. I know. based in Philly. Oh, and East Coast, yeah. New Yorkers say East it, Coast, and they because they don't know. They all think that that's that's what the thing. It's like.
1: like you can't just hate everybody that says that because they don't and, know. And
2: that's the th- And that's well, that's the majority of everybody. But then the thing is, is it it kind of grates on me when I hear it. But I don't call anybody.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't either in my old job well, because my old job was New York sound and LA. That sounds fucking people. cool. Do people think that yeah. sounds fucking cool? But I, I, what I was saying was my last job was New York and LA people, and they said it all the time. And oh my God, when we were on conference calls, I was like. Yeah,
2: no, that's like I have a. Uh, have I, you ever heard me that lives here say that ever? Well, that's the thing is, you know how you try to lead people into that yes. direction? I did, <laughs> like, so um, my Philly people. They come in and they uh, – because we're always on Messenger because we, we have to talk to each other, you know, through through Messenger as opposed to uh, – through uh, an AP producer as opposed to on the show. So every time they message me, it's, hey, what's up, San Fran? Hey, San Fran. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear it, it drives me crazy. And so what I try to do is I try to lead by example and I'll go, hey – calling from SF, sf 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 this has been going on for almost two <laughs> years now <laughs> they're not getting the picture and but it's but i take it i i just you know take it to uh they don't know any different because they're not they've never come here i bet you, you I, if they were here and in Face to face and in person, and they said San Fran. While I'm here, I might actually correct them. Just say, so well, you- and, and that's it's the actually thing. Actually, San Francisco. If somebody's saying
1: it in passing like that, like in a work environment, you're not going to be quick to be like, well, you know, and, and kind of put them down. But if somebody's on a major stage, especially people that are like considerably aware or should be, then they should know, you know, like these are the terms that you use in this in this one pocket that i'm in and have respect for that so
0: i'm gonna go back to um as my new job has you know taken over my life it's great um but i've formed a new uh partnership with the apple store in union square to celebrate um well i can talk about that the last month of the hip-hop exhibit respect that Ange was so uh, gracious to do all the interviews <laughs> yeah. at, and Char showed up to the opening of that. Oh, so God. fun! Yeah, but it closed recently. But we had last week at the Apple Store. We had a really special um, last kind of last event um, with one of the contributors and someone that's been on this show, Eric Arnold. Um, our friends from Blind Spotting, Rafael Cazal, was there. I helped facilitate that. Did not know that David Diggs was going to show up with him, uh, which created a whole other He heard I was
1: going to be there, so he was like, all right. No, no one knew
0: you were going to be there. So um, I love you. (laughs) I'm so happy you did show up. And then um, maybe a new friend of the show who created Oaklandish, Angela Say, was there. And um, the thing that resonated with me when I was seeing the San Fran post and hearing it so much at Outside Lands with just pretty much a sea of white people and people that don't really, they're not from here. They don't know anything about the city was that we're not people that are from here and live here. We're not, we're not scared of change. We're not afraid of change. We're not mad at change, but no one ever asked us if it was okay. No one ever ran San Fran by actual San Franciscan or someone that's from here. So I think that's my big issue is no one ever said like, Oh, by the way, is it San Fran or San Francisco? They just say it. And that's where my anger comes from. <laughs> it's just, I'm taking it and I'm going to use it. And it doesn't matter if you say it or not. Yeah, I totally so understand that. it. That's yeah. where my, and, and I think coming from that event and listening to them and talk about it. And they're just so, they're so good at just talking about this shit and really being so aware about it. That that's the thing. No one asked anyone from here if that's okay to say it. Cause it's not right. And, and I, and I
1: totally understand where you're coming from. And I think that like for people that are listening that maybe don't live here, that's really what it comes down to because it sounds like maybe a small issue to you, but it really is a a sort of mentality that's growing and infesting and sort of taking over.
0: And um, we're having enough things taken away from us, the Hemlock Tavern, which hopefully we're going to do a live show from. That was our first live event as a podcast in San Francisco. They are going away because they have been bought over by developers. They've been there 17 years, so it's it's the big things that are getting taken away and the smaller things. Mm-hmm. And again, no one no one has asked the people that actually live here about oh how do you feel about it? It's just like we're just going to do it. So mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, Downer. What else can we bitch about? <laughs> no, there's no
1: there's there's nothing to be sorry about. I I completely understand that. And
0: go see blind spotting. <laughs> That was my whole.
1: Well, and that, that was and, my uh, bit. And and honestly, that has to do with Black Klansmen, which I saw and saw
0: this. Yes, please. Talk yeah, about I saw it. Black Klansmen. I've heard nothing but good things last
1: week, and it was incredible. And it was moving. And it's I mean, writing on the the coattails of just all these beautiful African American inspired films uh, that just seem to be just coming out and centered in Oakland and so empowering. Um. But it was interesting because I saw it and I loved it, Uh, was thoroughly entertained, and then at the end it kind of punches you in the gut and I was left in tears, and I'm not going to say anything more than that, but um, it's based on a true story about um, the first African-American that was hired onto the police force in Colorado, and he was somehow able to infiltrate the KKK, and I'll (laughs) just leave it at that. But it's like W. Kamau
0: Bell, but not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, but it was interesting because I saw, um, Boots Riley watched it
0: and he tweeted, he watched watched the
1: film. I'm like, wait, was he at your screening? No, no, no. He wasn't at my screening, (laughs) but I saw that he tweeted about it and he was like, just kind of asking this question about, okay, so here's a film about. And I'm gonna say it wrong, and I don't want people to get mad at me. But he was just questioning, like, okay, here's a pro police, and you know they helped infiltrate the KKK, and they did good, and blah blah blah. When in actuality, really, uh, the, the the LAPD and the FBI at that time infiltrated the KKK so that they can get to the Black Panthers and infiltrate the Black Panthers because Ooh. they were a real threat to what was going on at the time. So anyway, was it the
0: same timing.
1: Yeah, like the '70s. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Late 60s, 70s, all all throughout that era. Um not not to diminish anything that that this mm-hmm. um true story is based upon, but it's just he's just saying, he's just throwing it out there that like this is something to question. Right. And to think about and you know it's just like I think what it comes down to, when it comes to San Fran and, and, and films and, and all these things and, and the politics are is... Are you
0: putting me on the same pedestal as Spike, Spike Lee? Well, I have
1: you on a pedestal always, but me I don't Spike know Lee if it's are the, the same? same as Spike Lee cool, or Boots Riley. But We're all I'm saying is, I, I think what it comes down to is there's a lot of great art, music, film, everything, but... Just keep questioning things and, and don't just take things for face value. And and if this story is interesting to you, research it and, and really see what it was, it was about. and just There's layers. I don't know. Th- yeah, there's layers to everything. And, and don't just accept something and, and take it and run with it. It's just think about what you're saying and think about what you're doing and the, the repercussions that it has on everyone else around you.
0: There's another point to that. I can't say what it is specifically, but at my job at the Oakland Museum of California, you know, we have a lot of artists, uh, uh, co- not collaborators, sorry, curators, that are coming up and thinking of new exhibitions. And there's going to be one that's at the end of next year, 2019. That if, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh hell no, 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 really, no, thank you." Yeah, I'm not going to say because we haven't announced it yet, but. The more I think about it, I'm like, I have to be open-minded about it because I work at a museum with a lot of different artists, a lot of different thought partners, a lot of different, just a lot of different people that are, Hmm. we're all going towards the same goal as, you know, we're a community, we're engaging we are really kind of the only museum in the country that's doing what we do and we do it well. It's just engaging the community that's here.
1: Sparking a conversation.
0: Right. And we don't we are not the normal museum, you know. We're also a place where, you know, Davy Diggs comes and plays on a weekend or yeah. Boots Rally comes in and talks about his film. It's it's very different than anything else you'll see, which I'm very proud of. But being there and not agreeing with everything that I th- think should be in a museum. I'm like, yeah, I, sh- I should think about this. Mm-hmm. And really, what am I going to learn? Oh, look at you.
1: Yeah. Look at am you. At my old age. You can teach an old... Old dog. I wasn't going to call you a dog. I'm glad no, you said but it. But I love New the, tricks. I love dogs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't want to call you a dog because you're not a dog. But anyway, you can. And I think as long as the conversation is happening, then we're still good. When that conversation is dead, that's when we're in trouble. Right. So I'm glad that you can... Look I'm beyond trying. your
0: walls my curmudgeon, <laughs> and your
1: yeah, your anger. Ways.
0: But I'm not going to get over San Fran, so don't get it twisted because that's shit, anyways. <laughs> Valid. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Oh wait, you saw Searching. Can we talk about that? You think it comes out in August? Dude,
1: Searching. I saw Searching. John Cho, which we were like this close for anyone that's not watching, which is all of you. It's like an ant, an ant body's close to interviewing him. It's like which, a sprinkle. I fucking love this dude. He's so beautiful. He's so talented. Anyway, the film is so good. It's sh- uh, um, shot primarily via screens, whether it's a laptop screen or a phone camera or this or that or a news camera. What's the premise? And the premise is John Cho is a father. This is how old we are, right? Wasn't he Harold and Kumar just yesterday? He's our age. And now he's a fucking, he plays a father. So now that means we're old officially, who has lost his son. So he, or daughter. So he's officially Liam Neeson, uh, but <laughs> via screen. He's the Asian Liam Neeson. Yeah, via screen. Uh, screen and, and Facebook and Instagram and and it's really interesting because they got the rights to all that like he goes on Facebook, he goes on Instagram, he goes on whatever but they also make up this um, streaming channel called Ucast oh, which, uh, is... which is where all the shit goes down mm. on but it's interesting he got the rights to all these uh, big companies and um, it's really great there's a lot of there's a lot of twists um, you you don't quite see what's coming. Is he the bad guy? I'm not going to say anything, but I love him, and he's so, I don't know. He's a really great actor, and I think we're going to interview him one day. Maybe we'll do Roldy and Kumar for, like, the 30th anniversary of. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw Searching. It's a great film. It's shot only via screens, and the director is this kid from USC who also worked at Google for a Hot Minute, and um, he was talking about the editing of this film. And he's like, normally when you edit a film, there's like three, four layers. He had 33 layers. I mean, the camera uh. or the the, the the computers were crashing at every second. And it was just oh, sounds like familiar. It was a real labor of love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, one thing that was interesting to me was because uh, you always talk about this. I'm not a person that's on social media or, or my computer all the time. But watching this film, I didn't notice that it was all shown through screens. Like, we don't realize how comfortable it is for us to be staring at a screen, whether it's a phone screen, a laptop screen, or watching TV. It's a, a news channel. And it felt really comfortable. And it wasn't until later that I was talking to my sister. We watched it together. And I was like, oh, shit. That was all shot on screens. Um, so this this is on the curtails of all these films that are coming out that wouldn't have come out ten years ago, wouldn't have even been possible, including eighth grade. With oh, Bo Burnham, who is shown it, yes. through the eyes of a kid going through social media in eighth grade. And this is um a father trying to solve a mystery of his daughter being kidnapped through social media hmm. and the internet. So It's great. I love it. Which is really a
0: true story, let's be honest. Yeah. Support this fucking,
1: I mean, it was great. It was so
0: entertaining. Um, I think that opens soon, this month, in August. So go find it uh, at your local movie theater, especially because John Cho's in it. Support your local Asians, (laughs) including this podcast. Anyways, I think it's time to wrap it up. I already had my John Stamos minute. San Fran.
1: Uh, he's blowing it basically. Yeah, he's blowing.
0: He's blowing it life. That's
1: We're going to have to come up with a new person for a minute. Maybe we should have a caucus.
0: Yeah, we might have to revamp that with the new season. Coming up on Friday is our last interview from the San Francisco Jewish Film Festival. It's with Sam Pollard. He directed the documentary about Sammy Davis Jr. Um he's just a really cool dude. Had a really great conversation with him. And uh, he's been an editor on a lot of, speaking of Black Klansman, uh, Spike Lee films. So please uh, listen to that and find that film where you can. It's just, it's, I'm a huge Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, fan. I know Ange is too. And it was really special to interview uh, Sam because he's a special dude too. I'm so, so jealous So please, you to
1: do this without me yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's good practice for me to interview uh, by myself too, but... Um, mm-hmm it's really good so please uh, look forward to that come to our 300th episode celebration at parlay fleetwood in san Woo-woo. francisco you can find <laughs> tickets to that we're not charging we're just asking for donations if you can uh, you can find that on eventbrite you just google or just search uh, bitches and brunch and uh, with that we will see you soon bitch please